Welcome to the Cookery by the Book podcast with me, Susie Chase. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis from thechicsite.com, and my new cookbook is Upscale Down Home. You stumbled across the word chic in an old dictionary, and chic was defined as a fashionable lifestyle, ideology, or pursuit. Tell us a little bit about thechicsite.com. It, you know, it originally started, I, I found that word when I was trying to name an event planning company that I wanted to start. And I just really fell in love with the idea that Chic was the pursuit of something. It wasn't necessarily a place that you were in right now. You weren't, I, because at the time, gosh, I definitely wasn't Chic. But I love the idea that just trying something, pursuing something made you Chic because you were seeking a better version of yourself. So that became the name of my events company, and then um, the blog that came out of it was The Chic Site, and it eventually grew to become larger than than the events business and has been my full-time company for the last four and a half years. Speaking of pursuits, at 27, Inc. Magazine named you as one of the top 30 entrepreneurs under 30. What is it that led you to a hugely successful lifestyle website, massive fan base, and book deals? Gosh, I think, um, you know, the, the website itself was something I really did fall into. I had this events company in Los Angeles, and I, at the time, this was years ago, let's say like maybe eight, nine years ago, everyone was starting a blog because, and, and I didn't know what it was. Everyone just said, start a blog, it's free marketing. So I started a blog, and it was so terrible, and only my mom read it. The pictures were just the worst thing you've ever seen, and I basically wrote about, like, what I ate for dinner last night. And nobody read it, uh, but over time I started to kind of figure myself out. I found my voice, and I realized that there was um, a, an audience of people who were interested in the kind of recipes um, and lifestyle that I had grown up um, enjoying. So I, I come from very, very humble beginnings. I grew up on a street called Weed Patch Highway. <laughs> so the recipes that I grew up were, you know, casseroles and slow cookers and deep fried and covered in gravy. And when I started to talk about those recipes is when I really found a community online that was interested in it. And it just kept growing and getting bigger. And I think the reason that we've had success is because there were people in this field who you know, sort of the Martha Stewart's of the world who do really beautiful, perfect things that are, are kind of hard to achieve, at yes. least for me. They're very hard to achieve. Me too. And then there there's even more kind of um, really simple, really basic, maybe not as pretty. And I think I found some, uh, I found a way to kind of be in the middle. So I, I describe it as like, there's, you know, Martha Stewart is sort of Macy's, and then someone else might be like the dollar store, and I found a way to be Target. So I kind of found a way to, to marry um, affordable and on a budget, but do it beautifully. What resonates with me is that you're kind, uplifting, encouraging, and real. And I feel like the lifestyle that you talk about is similar to my own, being a mom, finding the perfect chambray shirt at J. Crew. And, and making dinner. I feel like you cracked that lifestyle website code. Gosh, if I cracked it, it wasn't in terms of like slipping into the cool area. I think I cracked it in that I just didn't quite do it right. The, when, I, when I really started pursuing this full time, what existed in lifestyle media was only what was 
perfect, beautiful, airbrushed, you know, the whole thing. And I could try all day and I just would never be that woman. And so I just was true to myself, I suppose, and just talked about who I really am, which are, you know, some days like, gosh, my hair looks great. And I managed to get the kids dressed and not to school on time. And some days I feel like I'm barely keeping up and I haven't showered. And um, I feel like I'm failing as a mom. And, and I realized that when, especially with women, there was this need to really be honest about our lives and what we're struggling with. Because when we are the first person to stand up and say we're struggling with something, it gives other women permission to do the same. So the very first time that I talked about something hard, and this was years ago when my blog, you know, when 10 people read it, was I talked about um, postpartum depression. And the results from that, so many emails and so many notes of women saying, gosh, I struggled with this too, and thank you for talking about it because I don't feel so alone. And that made me realize that there was a need for this. And so I I really do put it all out there. I don't think there's anything that I haven't discussed. And I, I don't do it in a way that's complaining or, gosh, I hope it doesn't no, feel like that. Um, but all. just sort of like, hey, guys, this is what this is what we've gone through as a family or what I've gone through as a mom, and I wonder if y'all can relate. Yeah, we all can, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so this cookbook inspires us to entertain. Your annual holiday party is coming up. How do you celebrate the season? Well, that is such a good question. So our the Hollis holiday party is a big deal. We legitimately think about it for months. What is our theme going to be? And we change it up every year. We actually just picked our theme yesterday. <laughs> I sound like a committee. It's me and my husband and the people in my office. I'm like, what should it be? <laughs> So this year we're doing, um, we, we sort of have fun with the theme. Last year we did Apre Ski, so it was like a ski lodge. The year before we did Hipster Coffee Shop. And um, this year we're doing Easy Like Christmas Morning instead of, uh, instead of Easy Like Sunday Morning. Yep. <laughs> so the whole, the whole theme this year is that it's, uh, it, feels, it should feel like Christmas morning. So we're doing a breakfast menu, and it's going to be super fun. Um, I try to convince my husband that we should have everyone wear pajamas, and he was absolutely not okay with that. So never mind. <laughs> I thought it would be fun. I love a theme. It's uh, cute. But he's like, Rachel, these are uh, – he works for Disney. So he's like, these are Disney executives. I don't know that they're going to wear pajamas <laughs> to our house. Okay, fine. Good try. <laughs> I did try. We are serving breakfast food, though, so that seems at least like we're, we're having a little fun. You have a chapter called The List, 25 items every host or hostess should have on hand. My favorite is number 25, a chilled bottle of champagne. Describe the cute way we can spiff up a bottle of champagne with a little tag. So I started doing this, gosh, I don't, I don't remember when it was, but I liked the idea that a, you should just always be ready to celebrate at a moment's notice, I personally believe, for anything. Uh, but I like the idea that you would sort of use the champagne to call your shot, like Babe Ruth. Uh, so you would, be, you would set a goal for yourself or a big dream that you have, and you would write it on a tag that said whatever your hope was. So for the longest time, back when we first started, I had um, – 100,000 fans on Facebook was a bottle of champagne that we kept in the fridge here at the office for years before we finally hit that number. And when we did, we celebrated like 
you know, I don't even know, rock stars, because we had all been looking at that champagne, and every time we saw it, it was a reminder of the thing that we had always wanted to achieve. So I have some ones, I have some champagne bottles at my house. I had one when I, you know, was training for the marathon for the first time, and, you know, when I finished, I wanted to have it to celebrate. I have a book books in there that I want to finish, but it's just sort of this reminder of what I'm working towards. According to you, the greatest idea you'll ever come up with in your adult life is, (laughs) drum roll, Yes, a leftover chapter. A leftover chapter. (laughs) I'm so proud of this chapter because I feel like, first of all, my mom was and is the queen of, when we were little, you know, we, we didn't have much money. She had four kids to feed. And we'd look in the fridge and be like, there's nothing to eat. And my mom could somehow make an incredible dinner with, like, mustard and a jar of pickles. <laughs> uh, so I, this this chapter is definitely an homage to her. She could do incredible things with leftovers. And I feel like this is something that generationally we're kind of losing. We're losing, I think, uh, the ability to cook dinners for our family, but also to, to know what to do to sort of drag those out and make sure that they um, can continue feeding us, that we don't just waste the leftover food. So there is a chapter in Upscale Down Home that is leftovers you can make, delicious leftovers, using other recipes from the book. So let's say you make the balsamic pot roast on Sunday. Here are the pot roast hand pies you can turn that into on Tuesday. Or maybe you made the tamale pie um, in the middle of the week, and then this weekend you're going to turn that into fried, fried burritos. I think the key with all of these leftovers is that you are changing the flavor palette enough so it doesn't feel like you're just reheating the food. Um, and I am, I am super excited to say that uh, there is another cookbook we just sent out last week that we're, we're doing another one, and that one also has a leftover chapter because I will just put it in there. I might start putting it in fiction books just because. <laughs> You'll have to have the leftover chapter in every book you do. Yes, every book from now on. So the other night I made your recipe for chicken and dumplings on page 98. Awesome. This was so easy. What's better than a crock pot dish? I don't know. If there is something, I'm not sure what it is. I haven't discovered it yet. It's a perfect mom thing. And I loved the the time in this dish gave it a kind of a different flavor. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. I think that's kind of what you'll find you know, if you look through the book, if you grew up like I did, for sure, you're going to see recipes that you recognize. This is not, I'm not, I, I don't think, I mean, maybe there's a handful of stuff where you're like, oh, spicy corn dip, what's going on there? But for the most part, these are recipes that you probably are familiar with or have grown up with, but I'm just going to spin them a little bit. So maybe we're going to add a fresh herb like thyme, or maybe we're going to wrap it in bacon, or maybe just the way that we're presenting it using parfait glasses versus a big bowl uh, maybe it's just a presentation, but, but there's a, a subtle spin on this thing that you grew up loving. Now, this was your mom's recipe? Uh, the, yes, yeah. The, the chicken and dumplings is my mom's. Like every, it, we had it my whole life, but every time something, like if I'm sick, when I had my kids and came home from the hospital, this was sort of the heartwarming thing that she would always make for me. It's comforting. Now that you've had it, you understand. It's like, well, let's have this soup, but also has giant dough balls in it. Yeah. The only thing was my dough balls uh, sank to the bottom. Oh, that's interesting. I think I made them too did big. Did you use Bisquick? Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah, I did use Bisquick. Oh, yeah. Maybe too big, because if they are small enough, they'll, they'll float across the entire top of your pot like a little 
you know, like, oh, don't get the soup unless you get us first. So, yeah, maybe next time try and do half the size. I posted it on Instagram. Oh, I'll go (laughs) sign. So what's up next for you, and where can we find you on the web? So on social, I'm Miss Ms. Rachel Hollis, MS Rachel Hollis, everywhere you would want to be. Uh, and what's next for me? Gosh, so many things are coming coming down the, down the road in 17. Uh, definitely some more books are on the way. Like I said, we, we found that we got the offer for the next cookbook, which is so flattering. Thank goodness this one sold well enough. Uh, so that one actually will come out in spring of 18, which means that, you know, I will spend a lot of this year writing that, taking the photos, you know, doing the design, all that jazz. Um, and some other books that I have that are due as well. I am on Home and Family on Hallmark Channel a few days a week if you ever want to see me on TV. And you can find me on social media 24 hours a day. This is the kind of food we all like to eat served up with a chic twist. Thank you so much, Rachel, for coming on Cookery by the Book podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me.